Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. I so appreciate you joining me on this chapter day journey again today. We're in Mark 9, and it was a verse most people don't hear about very often that resonated with me. Teacher, said John to Jesus, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. Today's podcast is entitled Ins and Outs. And over the past five years, I've quietly watched as divergent lines of political, social, and religious thought have become more and more entrenched behind walls of prejudice and across what appears to be a no-man's land dictated by either and or both sides of the Great Divide. It grieves me to observe and to experience the lack of grace, tolerance, love, and simple human kindness for other human beings. Like every other human being, my life journey has been dotted with the ins and outs of various social groups at various stages of the journey. Favorites emerge in family systems. Sides are chosen on the playground. Remember not getting chosen? The new kid on the block must navigate how to earn acceptance from the neighborhood gang who've known each other their whole lives. Social groups with unspoken rules of in and out emerge out of the shared identities of being jocks or nerds or band geeks or stoners. Sororities and fraternities create shared loyalty through their pledging and hazing and strict hierarchies. Corporations have well-insulated C-suites where executives are sequestered in corner offices with private bathrooms. Churches manage who's in and who's out with membership cards and doctrinal litmus tests and unspoken religious rules about dress and speech and morality and acceptable political stances. In today's chapter, there's an exchange, really interesting exchange. And in my experience, it doesn't get much airtime. In my 40 years of following Jesus and regularly attending the gatherings of various groups of fellow followers, I have never heard a sermon, lecture, or lesson on this exchange. It comes from the mouth of John, who in the great story bears the moniker, the one whom Jesus loved. And John, who was one of the three who comprised what's known as Jesus' inner circle. It was that inner circle, James, John, and Peter, whom Jesus took to witness his transfiguration in today's chapter. And I have to wonder how that went over with the other nine of the twelve disciples. I think I can guess. Jesus and his twelve are together in someone's home, away from the crowds, and Jesus is holding a little child in his arms that he had just picked up, telling his disciples that in the economy of God's kingdom, the greatest are those who are humble and willing to welcome and to serve the least of society. Could we say the outs, <laughs> the outcasts of society with open and embracing arms? John then looks at Jesus. Now, granted, he's still holding the child 
as a living word picture of this lesson about humility, love, openness, and inclusion. And he says, teacher, we saw some guy we didn't know today performing an exorcism in your name, and we told him to stop because he's not one of us. He doesn't belong in our group. You didn't choose him like you chose us. He hasn't left everything and followed you like we have. We don't know where he is from or what he truly believes. Come on, be proud of us, Jesus. We're keeping out the riffraff, those who don't belong in your exclusive entourage. Jesus, still holding the child in his arms, rebukes John for what he has just said and what he has done. See, John can't see the disconnect. Jesus then tears down the wall of John's in-group distinctions and says, John, whoever is not against us is for us. In the quiet this morning, I find myself contemplating all of the walls of distinction that have been erected by various social groups on every side of every issue. And this is where my heart lands as I consider Jesus' words and picture him holding a little child in his arms. First, when I go downstairs in a few minutes to have coffee with Wendy and peruse the news of the day, I am only going to see what their cameras want me to see. I am only going to hear what their editors want me to hear. I am only going to read, watch, and listen to the sources I choose, who, let's face it, I choose because it makes me comfortable in my own groups. Second, what I will see, hear, and read is an infinitesimal and skewed vision of the daily lives, experiences, conversations, and interactions that I and you and billions of other human beings are going to have on this planet on this day. And third, I can't control what others may think of me or what they may perceive me to think or believe or be. People may very well choose to hate me and be against me in any way they choose. But no one is going to get me to hate them any more than they could get Jesus to hate them. As a follower of Jesus, that's my calling, my mission. It's my heart's desire. Forgive? Yes. Again and again. Hate? No. Here's to love, my friends. Make it a good day.